Grow on Mishlei, Perik Base, Pasuk Yud Tes. Nineteen. Wow. Okay. So again, we've been talking about the temptations of the second type of Yitzhara, the feminine type, the the, sedu- the seducing one, the the, the what's it called, the temptress. Right? That she tempts one person, right? Okay. And we spoke out that really those itself subdivides into two which is the lust and the desire, which were described as two types of ladies. Anybody remember the types of ladies? The married woman, and Good. then the Jewish married woman, and then the, and then the Goyesha wife. Exactly, the Nachris, the, nine, the nine-Jewish woman, exactly. And you, which one's which? Um, what were the... Were the, yeah, the two options are either lust, which means physical pleasure, or desire, which means you know, pursuit of money and oh, things like that. So I think desire was the married one. Very good. Um, and the lust is the non-Jewish woman. Yeah. Exactly. But and, why? I forgot why that was. Oh, I forgot why. Can you, so, can you help, can you help I, Josh out? Because the, non, the, the non-Jewish woman is... A, a t- desire something... I, the way I rationalize it myself, this is just lo- kind of logic at this point, but desire something, wanting something you can't have. It's right? completely married, yeah. Right? Okay. Whereas, whereas lust, this is like a, a non-Jewish woman is still, it's, you know, it's not uh, close, close. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so the way the the goal the goal says it is you that can't have it anyway. So it's right. Meaning we lost. It's it's black and white. Right. You never have to discuss. Is it is it something is I should be doing? I shouldn't be doing. Hey, here's a non-Jewish woman. Should, should, should I should I be with her? No, yeah. obviously not. There's no there's no have a meaning in the world. There's nothing to talk about, right? Uh, so too with lust. Lust right. is just wrong. There's no place for lust at all. Finished. Right. So like, okay? like trying to say this. Whereas, whereas, uh, here you have a Jewish woman. You look at a Jewish woman. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should be marrying her. Then you discover, oh, well, the thing is, technically, theoretically, I could have married her. Right? Maybe this lucrative million-dollar business deal could have been mine. But... When I analyze it further, I see that actually she's married. Actually, she belongs to someone else. Uh, this business deal has already been, uh, you know, my friend is already uh, locking in this deal, right? I, I, can't, I can't try to cut him out of it. I can't try to, you know, get this thing for myself. That, that would already be wrong, right? Okay. So the point is with desire, one can, there's no, there are certain situations where it's perfectly permissible to pursue wealth or uh, nice things if if it's the correct thing to do but if it's driving you crazy if you're turning into a workaholic if you're ignoring your responsibilities to Hashem and to you know yourself and to your family and to your community then uh, then no then you should not be pursuing those things right so when it comes to desire the thing is not clearly black and white uh, wrong to do Okay, so there already there's more room. Okay. Um, so back back uh, back to our discussion of, of dealing with with uh, with this Yitzhahara, right? So it says, Kol bo'eha lo yeshivun v'lo yesigu orchos chayim. All those 
all the, those that uh, go to her, go along her ways, the, those, those that come to her, will not come back. And they will not reach the ways of life, the pathways of life. And which one was, was this referring to? The second, the last? So see, uh, says the Gro. Yeah. All those that go in her, go, go to her will not come back. That a person shouldn't say, Eilich, I'll go according to the desires of my heart. And afterwards I'll come back. I'll have fun. You know, I'm a young man, whatever it is, right? I'll, I'll have my fun. So that's the non-Jewish woman. Well, again, no. T- technically, oh, like, this yeah. could also apply to the to the desire. Uh, I'll, you know, like I'll, I'll work like a workaholic for the next five years until I become partner, right? And meantime, I'll be missing out on yelling. I'll be missing out on learning. I'll be, you know, maybe put on film, right, on the train or whatever it is. I'll make partner, and then afterwards. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do tshuva, I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna be the shtarka, I'm gonna daven, I'm gonna learn for an hour before davening, an hour after davening, right? But right now I gotta make my million dollars. Yeah. My, my ten million dollars. I, I guess, like, I know, so I think my, my first answer was, like, if you're going outside of the, some, doing outside, that's still part of, it's not necessarily accepted within the bounds of, but you're not necessarily stepping outside the Jewish community to do that. Right. Okay, 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 so make up a more extreme case. Right now, I will, I will um, fraudulently sign some documents, right? To have this business deal go through. I'll make my $10 million, and afterwards, I'm going to be straight as, like Riviyakov Kamenetsky. Right, just this one time, I'm going to, I'm just going to do this one thing, and then afterwards, I'll be set, and then afterwards, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be super duper honest. So what's so what is it, what's the example of lust instead of desire in that case? So again, lust was the first case I gave of a, a young man who wants to engage in certain activities or whatever it is, right? Uh, is that uh, yeah, right, right. So I'm gonna uh, go back to the redefining lust and desire. Yeah. Okay. okay. Fine. So. Uh, so that's what a person might say. Regarding this, Shlomo says, Everyone that goes in her path will not come back. You will not be able to come back from her. The person is not going to be able to sit in tranquility and peace and quiet. Acher shiye darko lirdov tamed acher hamamon vachemda vzev nagad hamda. Oh, so the Golan says. So until now we were saying it open ended. I didn't know, right? But now the Golan says this corresponds to desire hamda. Not talking about loss right now. Talking about desire. So if a person says, "I'm gonna again back to the analogy. I'm gonna work." Crazy hours for the next three years, make partner, and afterwards I'll I'll sit and I'll learn what so you're never gonna learn. You know, you never. Once you become this rabbit on the on the on the on the treadmill, right? Once you give in to the desire of just constantly 
running after desire, it's never going to stop, right? You're always going to be, once you become a busybody, right? That's, that's meaning, remember, the, the lost person is also the lazy guy, right? He's the one that sits at home with his lost packages, whatever, you know, whatever those, one can use their imagination, whatever it is, right? Nowadays, very few things that can't be delivered into the house, right? And that's it. He is, sits there all day in the jacuzzi. That's all he does. The, the, the guy that pursues lust. But the guy who pursues desire, he's the guy who can't sleep because he's always thinking about the next business deal, the next, and the next thing, and the next this, this. So the point is, so once you, once you do that, you're not going to be able to come back and sit down with a tranquility of mind. Okay, so I don't understand why that can't apply to lust. What? I hear Maybe, maybe from lust, it's easier to come back. Because there's no, no effort put in in, in, um, in, pursuing, in pursuing it. Maybe. Let's see. Lakak boel boel That's why those that go along the paths of chemda of desire will not be able to come back. Kiholchim uboyim tamid. They're constantly on the move. Vehem. Osin, Averus, the Avlos, and uh, transgressions. Lekach Amar, Luishivun. That's why they're not going to be able to come back. Veloisigu Orchos Chaim. They will not be able to reach the paths of life. Who neged Bali Taiva? Again, everything to a certain extent maybe is going to be crossovers. But here, this is this second half of the pasuk corresponds to the to the lust seeker. Why? Shehem shochim al movus basim. Remember, they're the ones that are sitting at home and they're bringing death into their house. Instead of bringing Torah to the house, they're bringing death into the house. Ke'enam asukim b'Torah shehiachaim. They are not involved in Torah. They're at home. They're they have the time. They're available. They're not busy doing stuff. The person pursuing money at least, work, whatever, at least he has an excuse. He's currently busy. Now, again, he won't be able to unbusy himself, right? So, ultimately, he just work himself into the grave. But, but the person who's sitting at home, fulfilling his lust, he, he's sitting at a the table. There's, 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 a, there's an incredible, you know, safer on the table. Right there, he could be learning the safer. But instead, he wants to have his dessert, and then afterwards his drink, and then afterwards his jacuzzi, and whatever else, right? What about those moments where you really have no desire to learn Torah? It's a different story. We're talking about someone who is doing it because of his taiva. Yeah? So, you mean specifically, they're, they're actively saying... saying in the, in the very, we're not talking about a one moment, one moment here, one moment. We're talking about in the general sense. If a person is... A baltaiva, mm-hmm. yeah. Then what's happening is that he all that free time that could be dedicated to learning Torah instead is dedicated to filling those lusts. So this isn't a person that's thinking, I, I know I have that safer there, versus I know I have this this lazy time now, and they're not deciding between the two. They're actively choosing the lazy time. They're just engulfed in in laziness. Meaning it's not, it's what not are the two a, options? Either they're, they're, they, they see the, like you said, they see the beautiful safer that's there. Right. 
but yet they're actively choosing to be involved in laziness versus right. I just come home and I'm... And yes, that's not so much about laziness. It's about the, the desire for loss. Desire for lust, for, for indulgence in pleasure. Manifests itself in laziness. It, it has to do with it has to do with laziness in the sense that he's not leaving the house. He's not doing much. Okay, I guess that really I was just trying to clarify: is, is it an active choice versus something that the person is just unaware of? It doesn't make a difference. Either way, he's. I mean, one may be more worse than the other, but they're both going to fall to this category of. A person who's neglecting Torah, and Luze Omer Shelo Yisigur Chaschaim. So therefore, he will not have life. Take a kasher Yisuru Mimena, veholchim limlos taivasam lo Yisigur Klal Or Chaschaim. Ki a taiva who hefech a Torah. So th- this person is he would like to learn, or, or you know he. It's not, it's not going to work out for him for a different reason because he's turning his back on Torah. So b- b- both these people are not learning Torah. Both the person running after the money and both the person indulging in lust, but for different reasons. The first one, because he's never, he's not going to, right now he's busy, and even when he gets unbusy, he's never, he's going to train himself into being a busybody, and he won't be able to. This other person who has so many times chosen this other thing over the Torah. He had that safer laying on his table for five years. He never opened it. So now the Torah is not going to want him anymore. Because of the Midrash, Aishata Mavaki Shiikane's Torah Lumayacha. So, I mean, this guy has no problem sitting around. He's not a busybody like the first person. But the point is that because he's filled himself with so much lust, He's made himself repulsive to the Torah. He's chosen these lusts over the Torah so many times. He's made himself an unwelcoming host for the Torah. So if he's going to learn, it's not going to make an impact? Both guys afterwards want to learn. Again, we have two people. One wants to go work workaholic for three years. Afterwards, he's going to learn. Second guy... He actually just inherited a nice chunk of money from his great uncle, passed away, right? So he wants to spend a few years deeply engrossed in lust. And afterwards he's going to learn. Both of them are not going to be able to learn, but for two different reasons. The first one's not going to be able to learn because he's, he, now he, by then he's going to be a busybody. He's going to be an a, ADD. He's not going to be able to sit. The second one, he, sits, he sat for three years. He has no problem sitting and concentrating on something, concentrating on watching movies, concentrating on you know, whatever else, other garbage. Yeah? But there, the point is, because he's filled himself with, with, with all these taivas, like the Midrash says, Before you start asking Hashem, please bring the Torah into my kishkas, into my innards. I want to have the Torah inside of me. I want to live with the Torah. Before you do that, First, daven to Hashem that, that He should help you to, to from stuffing that third Twinkie into your belly. Because with the, with the three Twinkies in there, 
it prevents the Torah from coming in. Okay, so both of them, the, the first guy, there's nothing fundamentally preventing Torah from coming in. Just he can't sit still. He can't concentrate. Right? This other one, because he's such a big Baltaiva, even though he, he'll sit and he'll learn, but the Torah is not going to want to be in there. Are there, are these only, are there other alternatives? Like, is, every, is everybody on this paradigm have desirous to lustful? What are the other? Options? We have the other Yitzhahara of the anger. Right. That was the masculine Yitzhahara. We're talking about right now the the feminine Yitzhahara. Is it is it a, 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 is it a spectrum? Like of course. I mean a spectrum that's, that's triangular with anger, or is it just? I, I guess. No, I don't, I don't think there's. A, that's a separate thing. And in fact, a person could be could be could be a very angry person. And speak nasty Lashon Hara, right? But you wouldn't have these two problems as far as learning of Torah. Number one, he's able to sit, sit and focus, and number two, he's not he's not a Baltaiva. He's not filled with all this physicality inside of him. He has big averus on his hands. Maybe Hashem doesn't want this Torah. Maybe Hashem finds it disgusting. Whatever it is. But but as far as the uh, as far as these issues here, this is this is specific to the Taiva and the Chem. I understand how this could work with like certain timers, you know, like maybe not, you know, watching things you shouldn't be watching. But when it comes to maybe somebody, he eats too much or something, you know, and he can't stop, you know, so, so that... He can't oh, stop? He's, he's addicted. addicted. Okay, so maybe it's a different story, addicted. Uh, he's already, that's what we, we spoke that out before, yeah. before Sean, before Yom Kippur. Who was it? One of the Rishonim. Um... But someone, no, it was like the Ravan or someone said, once a person is addicted, how can Hashem hold them accountable? Because you have to do it so many so times. He, say, he says, you know what, you're held accountable for all those affairs that you do after you're addicted? Because you get yourself addicted, that's why. So you're, so you're, that, you're accountable for all those affairs. But so much so that, that your Torah won't be worth anything, or that you, you, you're no longer receptible for Torah. Right, he would have you to first, you'd have to first clean himself out. I mean, it's something simple. I guess you, you eat too much dessert, you know, or you okay. drink too much, right? So that alone pulls you to down an to extent. the level of a bo- right. Again, everything yeah. that's like Misha was saying, it's yeah. spectrums, right? Uh, you know, if you are having, you know, an extra couple of pieces of dessert, you know, you're not a person who spends the whole day, you know, in, in, in these things, then it's... Uh, yeah, it'll be a, a little bit. Yeah, some. Okay. So, so sorry, not to. Not to uh, just, just two more lines, and then afterwards we'll discuss some more. Okay, Vamor, Orchos, and specifically we're saying that the paths of life that he will not life is the Torah, but we uh, we say the paths of life he will not be able to reach. Why is the paths which are narrow? Because the way the, those of tzaddikim are narrow paths. Chain be iskasia. They're they're hidden. They're 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 difficult to discover. Yeah. And they're too big. Narrow. Oh, not 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 that he's too fat or anything. Like that. Just, um, uh, the point is, it's it's hard to find them. It's hard to figure it out. Uh, there are few people that are that walk along them. 
V'derech tsar v'katnuhu. It's a narrow and small path. V'amor gamkein. Okay, so, so, so uh, therefore, um, the, the person is not going to be, uh, he, because he's got all this uh, coarseness in him, he won't be able to identify, he won't be able to pick up on, the, on these fine things. Because you're making yourself more physical? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Misha, you want to ask something? Yeah, uh, so when we're talking about a spectrum, desire, desire and lust, is the octopus something here or something completely off? What? Desire and lust is not, is not a spectrum. These are two separate things. In fact, these two people are not very similar at all. The, the, the Baal Taiva and the Baal Chemda are usually extremely different people and they usually don't necessarily even like each other. Right? Again, imagine trying to picture an extreme version, right? The Balchemda is the workaholic. He's the lawyer trying working 90 hours a week, davening at the you know, 5 a.m. bullet train minion, you know, like like literally on the bullet train, like you know, while he's heading to the office, right? Uh, and uh, like. He's got a million things going on. He talks like a hundred words a minute, and he like doesn't eat, right? And then you get the other guy who is a corpulent fellow. It sleeps in until nine in the morning. Enjoys life. Very happy, jolly guy, right? And uh, fills himself with all the pleasurable things. Very, very different. It's not a spectrum. Two different issues. Now, some of us might have a little bit of both, but they're almost kind of at odds with one another. Because again, one of them, you have to work really hard to fill your desires. You have to work really hard, and 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 lusts are usually the the and not working hard. That's that's the opposite of lust. You, you wouldn't say they're working hard to fulfill their lust desire? Usually not. Usually not. Usually working really hard is done to fulfill one's desires, not one's lust. Well, this is a... I forget the rabbi. He spoke about him on in relation to Tuba, where he traveled the distance of the world to find all the... Right. Okay, fine. The, the lust was so... But that's a chiddush. Right. That's a chiddush. means his lust was so... To such an extent, right, that he was, but most people now, they're, they're happy to stay local. Right. <laughs> so you have to change the way we think about lust and desire, because in, in English, I guess, they're very similar, right? They use synonymous, you know. Well, I, I don't know if in English they are used, or just that most people don't, are not such uh, connoisseurs of language. You know, we don't, we're not used to teasing apart these types of things. Right here, where, where Shlomo Melech is slicing apart the Yitzhahara into pieces and then slicing those pieces into further pieces. Okay, you, know, you could literally like map what's going on like, and where they're going to block you so you can then afterwards figure out you know, ways to repair. Oh, wait, I was like, Rabbi, I've been giving to my Yitzhahara for too long. Now I can't learn Torah. Hold on a second. Which Yitzhahara? The angry one or the, or the, or the, or the one or the desire one? The one that says this is good, or the one that says, oh, I know that was stupid of me to do, but I did it anyway. Oh, this one? Okay, now within that, 
Was it this or that? So are you currently having difficulty sitting down to learn because you keep jumping up all over the place? Or is it that you keep missing, keep mislearning because you're, because you're so filled with all the Twinkies and with all, with all the other th- stuff? Yeah, so these are these are all right, so these are nuances that we're used to just saying good, bad, you know, talking like three year old, the vocabulary of a three year old. So now we're we're gaining some uh, knowledge of synonyms. Yeah. Okay, good. Pasuk chaf. Leman teilech. In order that you should walk in the uh, road of the good ones. And the ways, the pathways. Remember, derech is wide and orach is uh, narrow and windy, right? So the orchos sadikim tishmor and the pathways of the righteous. You should you'll guard. Says the Gon. Zekoi alamala. What 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 is it? What is so that you will do that? So he says that we're referring an earlier pasuk. Shatora tagena lecha v'tishmarcha minara means to say learn Torah. We're going back to. Before we start this last last couple of seconds, we were talking about the the Itzahara already, right? But before that, we were discussing Torah. Okay, so uh, earlier we learned that you know, should learn Torah. So we're saying you should learn Torah in order that you should walk along the roads of the good ones and along the windy paths. And the, and the and the windy paths of the tzaddikim, you'll guard if you learn Torah. Yeah. If you go, if you make sure to learn Torah, then you'll be able to go along the wide roads of the good ones. Evil tries to prevent you from going along this road. The Derek Tovim, what now specifically, what is Derek Tovim? So first of all, you, the Gon, you gave us a little bit of background. What are we talking about? Answer is we're talking about the learning of Torah. Okay, that's what will do this for you. So Derek Tovim. Tovu Nikra. Hametiv im Habrius. Right, uh, Yosef, we've spoken about this many times. We say in Davening. Tov. Yatsar kavod lishmo. What does that mean? The good one formed honor for his name. Remember that? Who's the good one? Right, Hashem is called the good one. Why is he called the good one? Because he created the world. He formed honor for his name. He made a thing that we could give him honor. But why is he called the good one? Because the purpose of the creation is no. What's the purpose of the creation? No. Good, but still good on us. Yes. But that's via. You're telling me via. I didn't ask you via. I asked what's the purpose of the creation. If you get that one wrong, you're gonna you're gonna get a class. Okay. 
Start there, Hashemah. Right, I know. Exactly. You're Hazara. You're all more Hazara of Derek Hashem. Okay? First thing he says in the second parak, right? The purpose of the creation was to bestow good to others. But the first parak is that you need to. Re- first parak is about Hashem. You need to. Rec- everyone needs to understand or recognize. Don't show Hashem. off. Yes, you yes. know. You know the first parak. Good. Don't no, show off. No, that's because I'm. I'm did not get that right the last time you asked me. Then okay. I automatically went to the second parak. Okay. So I'm trying to make sure I know the difference okay. between the two. That's all. Okay. That's all. First parak is about Hashem. Second parak is the purpose of the creation. Okay. So. Uh, again, so Tov, who is the Tov? Who's called a Tov? Who's called a Tov? Hashem. Or in, or in more general terms, yeah. someone that could the creation, do the creation of Hashem. No, what? The creation of Hashem. I don't know. No, someone who does good to others. Oh, okay. You want to be called Tov? You want to be called a good one? That means that you bestow good unto others. Hashem is so the that, that's Derech Atov? You're on your way to doing it good? Or what were you saying Derech Oh, so now in our Pasuk over here, what is this Derech Tovim again? So the Gon says, Derech Tovim. So we want to say, what is this? The, 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 the road of the good ones. What are they good? They're good at sports? What way are they good? Yeah? The answer is number one. You understand? The good, who's called good? Good is someone who does good with others. Automatically assume would be Torah. Okay. So that's not correct. Tov Someone who is good does good. You check, very easy. But know if this person is good or not, check, does he do good to others? Okay. If he does good, then he's good. If he doesn't do good, then he's not good. Why is it good to others, not good to oneself? Or, you know, or, or because if you're doing good, good to yourself, it means you're not yet good. So the ultimate good is good to others, and is there an order? If you're if you're overflowing, if you're a cup that's overflowing, it means you're full. If you're still filling yourself up, it means you're not yet full. Okay. With tzaddik, now what about a tzaddik? So again, our pasuk is contrasting. There's this wide road of tovim, right? And there are these narrow footpaths of tzaddikim. Right? So a tzaddik, who ha also tzedakos, v'nosein mishalo librios bechinam avshalo haya roui. And he, he gives to others, even if they are undeserving. So a person who's just good, will selectively give. One second. What do you mean? So he's going he's gonna to contrast. He, he hasn't yet really sp- explained what the distinction is. Uh, so, so again, now we're discussing, discovering that uh, tzaddik is someone who does tzedakah, he does charity, and that that means even to those that are undeserving. even to do good for them. Who also owed tzedakah imahem. Vezehu hanikret tzaddik. Vuyosher minatovim. 
This is more than a tov. How so? Lechein osan heim muatim. So first of all, so seemingly this tzaddik is he's doing tzedakah. He's he's going above and beyond. We'll see the distinction soon. And therefore, though, do understand now why the tovim have a whole big derech, a whole big road, right? Whereas the tzaddikim just have these orchos, these narrow little pathways, because it's so much more difficult. Now again, it doesn't mean that every time we're going to encounter the word tzaddik is going to mean that. It means in contrast to tovim, tzaddik means this higher level. Kizeh yoser kasheh ala adam. Lazos gam tzedaka imabrius. It's more difficult for a person to do even you know these acts of kindness to people. Aval lehetiv lubrius. Oh, now we're about to hear what it means lehetiv lubrius. Dehainu shlolasos ra. So the goal ends that to do good to others just means not to harm them. That's a fairly standard thing. Just a good guy. What does it mean a good guy? It means he never stabs you in the back, never harms you in any way. Not the same way as we said about Hashem, that Tov is the purpose of all the whole creation is to do good. You're saying Tov is a fairly low bar, just not what does it mean to do good, to, good with others? It means you're, you're an upright guy. You say to someone, you do, you do something, you'll do it. You don't harm them. You don't stab them in the back. After me, Shahaya Roy, Lasos Ra, Lefia Din. Oh, and not only to stab someone in the back, or that would be terrible. Here we mean, and we're going to see an example from the Gemara. Here we mean, what if someone did something to you where, you know, the strict letter of the law would allow you to, whatever, not, not pay the guy. Right or 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 maybe even to take him to court, make him pay you. Right, he messed up. So some people they're they're yeah, tough personalities. You know what I mean? Like if you if you you wouldn't necessarily want to be neighbors with him. You know, like every time that you like leave your stroller like a little bit over the property line you get a call like move your thing you know whatever it is right so uh so the so a tov someone's good means even a situation where he could insist with you he could he could say you know you're not allowed to park your car over there whatever it is right he's not gonna he's not gonna give the person a hard time he's a pleasant person that's, but those, there are, there are many such people. It's a wide road. But to be a tzaddik, it's very hard. They're narrow paths. Because not only, we're going to see in a minute, not only with that same guy, they really, you could have, you could have dragged him to court. Right? But not only that, but you should even help him out. That's the tzaddik. He'll even help him out. V'gam Amar Tishmer L'fishein darken shoro b'nei adam lasos. V'chein zu tzar shmira. This is very hard. 
So this path requires literally protection because it, you're always going to be on the verge of losing this. Okay, so what's an example? It says the Gon, he's going to bring a Gemara and explain this Gemara to us. It'll be a perfect example of, which I've been kind of already alluding to, uh, it's going to be a perfect example of the distinction between these two. Okay? Um, now you'll be able to understand a, a, a Gemara, Gemara in Bavamitsiya, tells a story about a great rabbi, Rabbar Barchana, famous Rabbar Barchana, he has a lot of agaritas with Rabbar Barchana. Tavrulei Hanhu Shikuloi Kavisa de Hamra. So he had some workers working for him, and they were moving his wine barrels. Josh, you and your father should be able to relate. Expensive wine barrels. What do you think these, these workers did? They broke them. They dropped the wine barrels, they, they smashed, right? Back then the barrels were not made out of wood like they are today. They were made out of, Misha? Clay, yeah, clay, exactly. It was smaller, made out of clay, but it's fairly fragile, right? So these workers, they, bro they broke his wine barrels. So he took their coats as like a, right, these guys don't have any money either, I guess, to hold it as collateral or maybe they didn't have any money, so just to keep their coats because of the fact that they broke his wine barrels. So they went, they complained on Rav Barbarchana to Rav. Rav was the older sage. So Rav said to Rav Barbarchana, give these guys their coats back. Is, is, the, is the law like that? I mean, am I mistaken in the law? I'm pretty sure that the law states clearly that I can keep their coats. Because they broke my stuff. In. Yeah, they, the law is like that. Why? Because the Pesach in Mishle says, You should go in the way of the good ones. So, don't harm them by taking their coats. Even though, technically speaking, you could. Fine, so he returned to them their coats. So they said to him, we are poor people. We worked for him for the whole day. And we're hungry and we don't have anything to eat. I mean, workers back then used to work to be able to earn that day's meal. They're, 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 they're poor, they don't have food. So they dropped the barrels, they broke his barrels, but now they're hungry. So Rav said to Rav Barbarhana, go and give them their payment. Pay them for the work they did. So Rav Barbarhana said, is that the law? I have to pay these guys? They, they broke my barrels. 
it's a great job they did. I'm gonna lay in. See them? Yeah, that is the law. How so? The orchos tzadikim tishma, and the windy paths of tzadikim you'll guard. Well, guard. So again, so obviously, lechoyra ain't the movement. Says the goan. Seemingly, this gemara doesn't make any sense. First, Rav quoted the first half of the Pasuk. And then afterwards, when he told him to pay him the money, he went and quoted the second half of the Pasuk. If, if we assume that this Pasuk is just kind of all just synonymous, right? So you quoted the same, same thing twice. Be a good guy, be a good guy. She says, no, no, no. But according to what I explained to you, now it's all explained very nicely. Be a tov means that you're not going to harm the guy. Even though he did something bad, and you could take him to court, and you could hold on to his coat, right? But let it go. Let it go. But that's that's one level. But it's a whole other level to be a tzaddik where you're going to give them fundamental charity. I mean, they didn't do any work really, right? They, they, he didn't profit from them. On the contrary, he lost out because of them, right? But... Uh, but nonetheless, if you're, if you're going to be a tzaddik, that you're going to be native to people, then you'll give them. That's why he quoted the other part of the possible. Now you see, this is a Mishnah's Hasid. This is not like we saw in the Mishnah's Sharm. Remember? Mishnah's Sharm proved time and time again that there is a separate Shulchan Aruch. There's a Shulchan Aruch for strict letter of the law, and there's a Mishnah's Hasid. There, there are rules that a hostage should follow, these are not strict letters of the law. Strict letter of the law is like Rabbi Barbarana said, I can keep your coats, right? But Rabbi was saying, you, you're a hostage. You're a great person. So you should be striving to fulfill this possible over here in Mishnah. Aren't they setting a dangerous precedent? That what? People can walk all over them. Oh, we'll break, we'll, we'll break barrels, and not only well, are we they, not going to get in trouble, but we're going to get money too for it. Well, again, they did work, right? The, the breaking the barrels, like nobody benefits by breaking barrels. I feel like they're going to be less careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they got a pretty big scare. I mean, they, they he took their coats. Go to court afterwards. He had rough moments on them. I'm only speaking on, ex- on experience working with people. Uh-huh. Okay, so that maybe is different. I, obviously, I'm not holding on that level. Look, look, I'll say it like this. Think about it like this. Yeah. How many other people do you think are going to do this? To give out after people like wrong them? Yeah. Uh, right, not not. Many, Somewhere many. between zero and none, right? So, trust me, if these guys try this again next time, they're not getting their codes back. Probably most other people, right? Oh, so this isn't saying continuing the same behavior. We're saying you're Rabbi Barbarachana. You're one of the greatest people in the whole generation, right? Right. But if those people continue the same, if those people try it with yeah. their neighbor, he will keep their coat and give them a blackout. No, no, no. They so, try it again with Rabbi Barbarachana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to hire the same guys. I mean, they're clearly plotzes. He's not going to hire them back again. Why you hire back? Why you hire them? That would be giving to them. Okay, if he's going to be that nice. 
hopefully they'll appreciate the gesture. They'll work really hard for him. They pick his barrels again, I would say, just pay them a second time, and that's it. They don't have anything to do with the okay, But there is a breaking point that you don't just continue <laughs> to like say like... Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. You, you don't keep on... Again, there's no obligation to keep on making a mistake. We're not saying to do business with the, with the person who is, you know, uh, constantly keeps losing you money. But, but the point is that uh, to, to do an act of tzedakah. I mean, if you think about it like tzedakah, you're saying, listen, I know this guy, he's a klutz, he's not going to do anything good. I'm doing this to him because he needs the money. Right. Okay. It's not the way to, to slip him some money. What if you don't want to be taken advantage? Sometimes you have to... Put your foot down, so you don't, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I guess this case is a little bit you know, but, but you, you can't be too nice, you know? I, but I guess seriously, don't hire them again. And then, uh, again, this is a Mishnah's Hasidim. This is for great people um, who care more to be, to be kind and nice to someone else than about, you know, making money and probably Hashem has ways of um, making him whole, right? Probably, Hashem has probably could figure out a way to send him the, the money that he lost out. Okay. Let's hold it here.